Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. Uh, I want to welcome our very special guest for today, Tav Shande. How are you doing, Tav? Doing well. How are you doing? It's been a while. Uh, for the good people who haven't heard you on before, if you can give a quick overview of where you've been, where you're at, what you're doing right now. Uh, just to kind of give a, a preview of what this episode's about. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've you know been working in game dev for it's been a while, probably a little over twenty years. I guess I took a a little five year stint and worked in the autonomous vehicle industry. But so first, I started in Monterey working for this company called well, it was the Army. America's Army was making oh, yeah. a game. And, Great game. Uh, yeah, so worked on that PC game, and then my first console game was in the Bay Area at Redwood uh, Shores at EA, and worked on Bond and Dead Space, and met a lot of cool people. Then I went to Germany, worked in Cry- at Crytek for a while, uh, came back, worked on Call of Duty. That's where I met Brendan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then after Call of Duty, I took a little break, and uh, then... Uh, started working at uh, Zooks, which is an autonomous vehicle company. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all all this time, I mean, ever since I started, you know, I've been doing side projects and working on apps and working on, uh, you know, my own personal video games and stuff. So yeah. uh, that, you know, kind of slowly after Zooks became kind of what I did full time. And I really got interested in making my own game demos. Uh, selling stuff on the marketplace was a big way to fund that. So uh, I do that. And then um, now I'm really into the Fortnite space and making Fortnite games uh, in, with UEFN mostly and creative uh, to, you know, release those to the public and get a part of this revenue share that Epic is, is dishing out. So that's, that's my history in a nutshell professionally. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mouthful, man. Uh, <laughs> as far as I know, you're... I would say a legitimate uh, inspiration, right? In, in terms of like, you know, I, I, before we get into it, right? Unreal Fortnite, for listeners of the show, know that I'm like a critic <laughs> for anything epic right now, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm like, oh, really? Because I, I feel like, you know, I won't go on a rant, but I feel like epic is like being run by dinosaurs right now, right? There's and, a lot to talk about with with their whole system even me just learning 
this stuff recently about like what how the ecosystem is and what they're looking for and what it takes to get a game to be successful uh, and what is successful right now this is there's a lot to kind of a lot do. of questions a lot of things and i, I think uh you're in the frontier of that like uh, in terms of your quality right now it's like yeah you know, in the hands of an expert this looks amazing right <laughs> uh you have like two yeah. demos out as, as far as i remember yeah, uh yeah. that is top class you know this is beyond what they hope for right because you know we, we go on you have their Fortnite experiences that they came out and then the rest of the creators right and mm -hmm. You know, as developers, we look at it as all right. You know, where where there's such a disparity, and then yeah. you come along with your two demos, like yeah, this is how it's supposed to be done. But the the you know the chances of this happening is very rare. You're like one of the few. But I would love to kind of before we got dive deep into it, I would love your commentary. Right, being a hustling on the side, doing primarily other things besides game development as well since the beginning, right? Uh, and we've had you on before, you talked about your ventures when uh, with the iPhone, with the App Store, finding a lot of success there, uh, uh, taking a break from the industry, going to Zooks and coming back and always doing the, you've always been having fun with things, right? And not being chained to the desk of anybody's. Um, in this turmoil time, <laughs> like, this past year, I've said it many times before, is like the worst I've ever seen in the mm -hmm. past 10 years of game developers being Yo, affected. Same here. Same here. Insane, right? And it's still, what we're hoping to see is that, you know, this is, you know, the stuff that we're hearing for 2024 is just leftover from last year, right? That hopefully it's coming to a close in terms of layoffs. Mm -hmm. What advice, and I'm sure you get this a lot, like do you have for like a lot of veterans really uh, that are, less nimble to kind of be moving around and bouncing back. Like, what do you, what word advice you have for, for these people that are, are looking to do something or are, are just basically scared about doing something about it? Well, I always think everyone should just kind of have their ear to the ground and see where things are heading before they get there. Ideally, because the people who are early to these things, right? Like say the person who's early to one of the lead kind of head uh, figures in the whole Fortnite space, he just recently got put on Forbes list, right? Uh, um, like, I think because of what he's been doing with Fortnite, but that you had to kind of be early to get in that position, I believe. Now it's kind of a struggle to get up that ladder. But my, my advice is really just kind of never really just be dependent on that one revenue stream. Like, yeah, people are creative. We have hobbies. Those hobbies are actually, some people might just be like, okay, this is fun, but those that might be worth a lot to somebody. Like I love creating environments and just creating spaces because I'm imagining my own games in it. But I realized early on that even stuff I was making for my portfolio, personal stuff had value. And so I would put all my stuff up for sale on all these mm -hmm. digital marketplaces. And that's just making money while I sleep, right? And yeah. I don't have to like worry about, oh, do I have enough storage space? It, uh, I need a storage unit to sell these physical items. It's like digital items sell. So I would just say like kind of, you know, look for other ways to not get kind of stuck, you know, being dependent on one salary. So if, if, if layoffs happen or something, you at least have something else, but it's, it's, you know, it's easier said than done, but it's, it's definitely a good thing to look out for these opportunities, right? Yeah, it's definitely a skill set that you build over time 
to have the risk factor to do bigger and better things, right? But you have to start somewhere, which you've done for well over a decade while maintaining a, a very, I would say, illustrious career in the game industry that even if you did that solely, people are people would be super envious. I mean, for the fact that you went back and forth to Guerrilla Games, came back, Call of Duty, it's like Dead Space, all this stuff, it's it's by itself, it's uh, a celebratory career. Uh, and then learning like this other side of you, if not equal or even more effort uh, in, in terms of your accomplishment, it, it's something to, I think people forget that our skill set isn't just restricted by being in the office, um, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, I do want to dive into this finally. Like the Fortnite stuff, you know, from an outsider, I was like, yeah, Fortnite is like oh, another engine thing. Uh, it's like, oh, I get it. They want to be Roblox. But at the same time, too, it's like like we're seeing news of people like getting finance uh, or investment and starting their own studio just make Fortnite. It's like... Is it ready for that? You know, I know they're testing things, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I want you to kind of be wherever you're comfortable to kind of like, you've been knee deep into this. Yeah. Uh, and I really do think you are on the front lines in terms of actual good looking content in Fortnite for creators, right? Um, Thanks. Whatever you, you know, give us a little preview of what, what this thing is like. What, what, so what is the process? Just kind of general overview, submitting, and then how supportive is the epic team to putting out content yeah so i i love talking about this stuff because it's like for me when i was jumping in to the deep end i there was not really a lot out not there much right yeah exactly yeah know about. so it, it's like i wish i kind of had someone warning me about some stuff or you know what to do what not to do what to look for uh but i, I guess i'll start with how i got in kind of got first into it or first heard about it it was um, I was, you know, I had building, I had been building these uh, video game environments uh, and putting them on the marketplace. And I, I think the last one I built was a um, a villa in in Tuscany, and uh, had some cool, you know, opportunities to, you know, use that space. And I was planning on making a video game demo and possibly making get getting financed or funding to make a, a video game mm-hmm. off of this uh, X slice I was making. Uh, um, planning on making yeah and so then i was like you know what like i could use this whole space that i made because i built it like a video game level as right. a level and use uh you know unreal uh, uefn i was wondering if i could just transfer my whole map to fortnite and then have take advantage of all the character animations all the characters all the devices in the world that they had and uh, I was like, let me test this out. And I was able to transfer it. I mean, there was a lot of stuff because it's still in beta. So the stuff yeah. that wasn't working that you had to do in certain ways or it wouldn't work, but yeah. finally got it working, got it, ran around in it. I was like, wow, this is, this is it. Like, yeah. and then start looking at their verse coding tools and their, what's really interesting is they have this kind of visual coding the system, like instead of blueprints, yeah. they have these devices, which I'll get into later, that you can place down in your world and things like, oh, you want a dialogue system? You place the dialogue device mm, and they okay. have the settings that are like, oh, if the character hits uh, button one, which you can say it's this, say button one is yes and button two is no, then do this other thing and trigger this other thing. So it's just these building blocks that are really impressive and you can make you know nearly anything you know that's within this world 
But so I got into it by kind of wanting to make my own game and having the environment kind of, you know, I'd done all environments my whole career. So I was like, I I can do the environments with my eyes closed. But it was always hard for me to get engineers to do the gameplay coding, right? And Mm -hmm. so this way, I could just do it all myself, really. And, you know, what I didn't know, I could look up online on YouTube and find tutorials for, or just figure out. So that's how I started. So, but when you first start, you know, and for, and then I saw one thing I saw too was I saw the thing that Epic released, which was how much people were getting paid for yeah. this. Yeah. So it was like they they released the um a top they released like the top I forget how many it was top ten or whatever uh, people that were making money and this is how much they were making and people were making the top five or top two people were making like a million dollars a month. What? Uh, with, with where's this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look, look up Fortnite payout, and it's like a chart that has like blue a blue graph on white background. But the and like the it's like some know, programmer it, at Epic's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but it, well, so yeah, yeah. You, can, you pretty much know who it is if you go to like Fortnite GG right, and look right. up the top earners or the top ranked art right. creators. Yeah. Those people at the top are possibly probably making a million dollars a month. Yeah. So like you know, twelve million a year. And then, so I was like, you know what, like, and I, I looked at the give this a try, yeah. And, and these aren't, these aren't, these aren't industry, like. Is it, yeah, you see what I see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this, that's amazing. That's an amazing opportunity. So yeah. why can't I try? Because I, I can do the art. I, I've worked on my, making my own games in the past. I think I can make something fun. Yeah. So let me try it. And, you know. And you have awesome environments ready to go. It's like perfect Yeah, yeah. And I had, yeah. I had environments ready to go and uh, stuff I was building. So I was like, let me, let me try this out. Let me, let me like, you know, put my, my toe in the, in the, in the pool and see <laughs> how it is. And it, it is, it's just a lot to learn. Right. But yeah. it's a great opportunity, but at the same time, there's a lot to learn if you want to be successful in the space. Yeah. And it's just different from the game industry, right? Looking at like the focus of what it, it's really strange. I would, I would kind of compare this more to the YouTube generation mm, of, true, of yeah. game development, which is really interesting where if you look at, if you go to Fortnite and start to play a game, you notice everything's thumbnail based mm. and these thumbnails start to reflect the thumbnails you see on YouTube. Like you even see like Mr. Beast or whatever, like people right, start using yeah. his image because they want to like draw people to just click on these things. And there's all these like different tactics that people are using now. And it's, it's kind of a mess because they're getting like maybe like 400 submissions a a day of new content. So you can't really hire that many people to play all these experiences to vet them for, are they fun? Are they even following the rules? Are they doing stuff? So it's, it's kind of this wild, wild west uh, right now in in the ecosystem, but it's there's also a really awesome community that's growing that's really helpful and you know trying to push for more quality stuff. But the difference is a uh, a lot of people can make content that it, you don't even need to use Maya or use uh, Unreal. You could just open up Fortnite and place items that are already in the Fortnite you know ecosystem. So. You just place what's already there. Whereas my stuff is like fully custom uh, art, right? So it has a way different look, custom art, lighting, and it doesn't even really look like Fortnite. Um, So it's, it's, there's different kind of, there's not too many people doing, I think what I'm doing, there's maybe a handful, 
but a lot of people, which is cool, it opens up the door to just anyone who can use a, a controller can make a game, which I think is the future of gaming in a way. Yeah. Like Roblox is doing this, but eventually all these tools will be spread out. So you could do this with Unreal Engine 6 or something, right? And just make your own game with metahumans instead of the Fortnite characters. And I did see a tweet, yeah, from uh, Tim Sweeney about um, Unreal 6 already, right? I was like, I thought we were (laughs) 5.4. It's like the last time you from four to five was like 10 years. And then now talking about Unreal 6. So like a lot of that is probably what you're saying, you know, verse being integrated, uh, creator tools being more accessible. Right. I haven't opened up Unreal Fortnite. My general impression is probably like most who haven't. It says, oh, it's Unreal Light. Right. It's Unreal Limited. Right. But it sounds like. But it sounds like there are other tools to that you see a roadmap into another direction, right? In in terms of making it more easy going. Do you see a merge happening or do you feel like there's always going to be a dual path of of I I totally see a merge because it's all gonna it's all gonna merge where you're creating you want to be able to create this stuff outside the Fortnite universe. You want to create any game with this stuff. So I totally see verse being you know, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a coder. I'm, I mean, I, I can code, do a little coding. It's, but it's a lot of it's copy paste and then figure out what what went wrong. That's all engineers. But, <laughs> <laughs> you think they're typing it? No. But yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been an art trained artist for a long time, but Verse was the first time this this game I made was the first time I did all the code from start to finish. I mean, I used yeah. like YouTube tutorials to get me there, but. It was the first time I was like, how do I do something? And then I, I could, it was almost like understanding how to speak a foreign language. Right. Me. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. If I want to say, it was a lot of if then statements, like if the player has this much money, then do this and oh, I yeah. and, and select this device. And so in the world and do this. And it's it's just really powerful for someone who's not an engineer to just be able to code and create a whole game. Like I have, I have in my, in my game in big, uh, big city tycoon, there's a, there's a delivery game. There's um, all kinds of like, you talk to a bunch of people and that's all driven by this gameplay device that I made myself using verse. So I totally see there being the desire to want to do this outside of the Fortnite universe and just do this, create any game with this stuff. Uh, you know, it opens up to everyone. Right. It's definitely, it's definitely a, a place where uh, that area have all, you know, my kids play Roblox a little, right. And their friends play Roblox. I look at Roblox like, I ain't playing that, but I respect <laughs> yeah. it. Right. I was like, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. this is a space I do not understand. It's a huge booming uh, space in game development. The same way that mobile is kind of like, yeah, they're games, but, you know, they're different. Right. And it's like almost a foreign place in the game industry and uh, the creator content, uh, the UGC, I guess, uh, uh, part of the industry is finally folding in uh, to mainstream uh, or they've been mainstream and we've been the niche, right. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, But it's always interesting to kind of see how unreal is definitely our, our crowd right like game developers um 
who've been through AAA, who's been part of these big franchises are more familiar, right, with Unreal. And for, for Epic to do this, it's ushering, well, it's it's merging the groups together finally. Um, and so the only concern, and it sounds like it's the wild west. So my impression of what's going on is kind of true. <laughs> like they're figuring out the economy. They, they have, they're sitting on a bunch of cash. They're looking at the dishes. I, I do. That's a great, uh, uh, insight about how their interface for Fortnite is very reminiscent of, you know, Netflix and YouTube. Uh, let's just call it like, you know, uh, not failed stadia <laughs> because stadia tried to do that right stadia <laughs> yeah, was yeah. the first one that showed the demo of like youtube click on it you can play the game or watch yeah. it right and that yeah. was the most innovative thing i've ever seen that never f- followed through right and it sounds like epic is trying to take that place uh because it is a great space you know if you if you can click on something watch it right or play the fortnite experience it's well worth it yeah, um but, yeah I mean, as far as usability, I think that is true. I think some things, as someone who's been in the game industry for a long time, I, I and then someone who's looking at this space that is really just, and I don't necessarily think it's Epic trying to go this route, but I just yeah. think it's the kind of age group and the generation of people who are, you know, who who are building this stuff. That's what that's what they're used to is YouTube, Mr. Beast. Uh, uh, like if you look at the thumbnails, they're they're almost exactly like YouTube thumbnails. Like yeah. you know, like it, it, the trends on YouTube thumbnails, just what what is most successful, they actually just carry over because they're trying to get clicks. And then there's also the bad stuff about it, where I, I don't necessarily think it's good for game development when if all you're trying to do is kind of trick people, like clickbait, or or you're just making something that gets players to play your game for a really long time because you think that that metric will get you paid more. So I don't think that actually helps uh, foster good game development. Yeah, there's a lot of quality games that are two hours or three hours. It's not about, you know, a marathon, right? And Yeah, and, and so people are trying to figure out how the algorithm is working to promote their games because that is the whole bread and butter right now. If you're not, I mean, the ideal situation would be to have your game be successful for, without it being promoted onto discovery and discovery, you know, for people who don't know and haven't been on the whole Fortnite page is um, if you go to Fortnite to play Fortnite on Fortnite.com, there's a kind of a wall of thumbnails, right? And they're, they're kind of put up there by this algorithm by Epic and Epic's like, okay, the, what the algorithm is measuring is our player retention um, how many people, how long people are playing, if people like your proximity to if people are paying for V-Bucks and all this stuff, it all works into this algorithm that's always changing and no one really knows. So people are trying to figure out how do you game this algorithm so they can get their stuff promoted. And right now there's some really questionable stuff that's up there. Stuff that's like copyright, like infringement. Yeah. So how <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my question, wild. right? I mean, we're we're talking about an age of AI and all this, like, you know, infringement possibility. And you're straight up go over there and you see Spider-Man promoted yeah. by Epic, right? It's like, so what what is going on? Like, how are they not pulling this i mean roblox have been fighting this it's been a yeah. big problem and i think they're finally starting to pull and flag some stuff right because they've gotten so big is epic just waiting for that phone call and, and seeing what they're getting away with well um, I, I can't really speak for epic but i i imagine 
like just looking at the content and how they're dealing with it or how they're trying to deal with it yeah. is that and actually going through a lot of kind of stuff very personal that's like copyright stuff is like I, I'm I, I know a lot of companies go through this where okay they're going through this growth phase with user generated content right so you're you're getting like 400 500 whatever like um, maps a day. There's, you can't yeah. hire enough people to actually comb through everything. So you make an automated system that kind of scans key keywords or scans images or scans like um, like for me, I, I I was making an Italian villa and I had submitted my map right, and it was like I was like I don't even know what's going on. Like I got rejected the first time I did it, and they're like, some of your, your content is not suitable for ages, whatever. And I was like, what is going on? I don't have anything weird in here. But then it was a, a statue, right? There's a, a mm. statue that was nude or something. But it was all, it was really hard to actually tell it was nude or it was, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. It was just an art, a statue, right? So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they somehow picked that up and flagged it. I don't think it was a person going through and looking right. at it. But they're going through these problems where it's just this mass amount of stuff coming in and how do you cover that how do you check all of that so they're you know waiting for if there's a copyright strike if someone's using which i've seen mcdonald's logo or using Don't like McDonald's. no gta right this is gta for fortnite that's an actual thing that's on there with players right yeah and i'm like we can't do that but you know that stuff has to be flagged and then someone will look at it and it's just it's just a, they're they have to catch up to all that volume or they have to build something that is like more like the marketplace where if you're selling stuff on the marketplace, you have an individual uh, marketplace reviewer working with you for like three weeks if, or more if they need to. And yeah, looking is, at every asset. You're, you're pinpointing exactly what I have issues with Epic right now. It, it just feels like separate teams. They don't learn from what has been accomplished internally. You know, the marketplace at first was dealing with the exact same issue, I think, right? It was, it was uh, at first quality products, right? You go to a marketplace, they were differentiating themselves from Unity, right? Which had a lot of crap, right? <laughs> and then, you know, I thought that was a great avenue to have. It's like just quality stuff. You want to go for Epic stuff, you go to Epic store to buy Epic things, right? And yeah. then suddenly they just let the floodgates open and it's like a huge mess, but they, they, they still like have a review process to honor and to at least vet some of the stuff to kind of help filter some of those things. Over here, they're just like, is it just trying to have as much people over here as much as possible at first and then filter some of that out. Well, uh, I think, I think that is like, I mean, it's like any marketplace or app store. Like I, I was like one of the first people in app store made, yeah. and I made, you know, I made an app. Right. So, and at the time, at the, like 2008, I made that app. And at that time there was stuff in the app store, like here's a fart app or here's mm -hmm. a flashlight app. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of that stage. But now it's like and everyone can just make an app, right? Or everyone yeah. can make a make something. So you get every iteration known under the sun kind of put out. But then I think eventually you you have to start curating this stuff more. You I mean, you just have to, you can't let in. Like Apple started doing this thing where they they started saying, oh, we can't let this app in because it's of limited functionality or limited use. Like if somebody made an app that just said i'm rich which they did right, right. and you you pay you pay ten thousand dollars and you just get a 
a prompt that says you're rich or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get it. So that. that that was accepted at first, but then they went back that, like we can't accept. Yeah, it. that hurts <laughs> our brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel yeah, maybe this is the beginning stage. But like I go, like I haven't checked this for maybe two weeks, right? And it's very intimidating for me. Like I don't yeah. like like uh what uh paralysis analysis when, when you like get bombarded with too much information you just exit yeah. right yeah. so it doesn't really give new exciting uh well-made products a, a, a chance because they're just you're yeah. just you know buried under all this stuff and uh and of course like things by epic is at the very top so that's easy to find uh yeah. and I'm, I'm sure that's where most people click right but everything else starts to blur a bit and yeah. um, well, they, they do have an epics pick where epic will curate a small maybe five uh right. or so games and you can submit anyone can submit i just submitted my big city uh tycoon game to to them like uh, yeah. a week ago and yeah. you don't hear back for a, a, like a month or two oh <laughs> from, my god i'm sure they get bombarded yeah. yeah it's just one dude just think, clicking on it yeah, there's the problem is hiring people to actually go through the content and not, you know, some robot that's like trying to figure out what's fun. Because that's yeah. the hard thing. Robots really right now, I've always wanted to build something that plays a game and can review a game for you and yeah. tell you like, if this thing is fun. But that technology isn't quite there yet because fun is like kind of hard to put into this algorithm, right? Like, yeah. it's, I mean, you could try, but it's, it's, you know, right now we don't have something that can just play a game and say, yeah, this game is fun. Let's promote this one. Like, but so right now they're just using it off of their business. Right. So yeah. what, what game is bringing them in the most money and most people are playing and want to play. And those things are all part of the algorithm. And so I feel like it's not really fair because you could build like this really high quality experience, but if the algorithm somehow doesn't pick it up or you're not getting a lot of players or you're not like an influencer that has a million followers that can play your game and boost it up in the, in the visibility, yeah. it's, it's easy to get buried, like you're saying. Um, but I, I do like that, you know, when you first release something, you kind of get the algorithm tested out by boosting it up in visibility and yeah. puts you on these lists high up on those, on the thumbnail visibility section. Yeah. And they see how your game does and how it tracks with everything else. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm just really fascinated by trying to figure out how this algorithm works, because if you know how this works, then you could probably kind of help <laughs> your games be visible. It's, right? it's a dude like with dartboard, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might be. It might be. <laughs> you're giving Epic way too, like I, this, this, you're giving, I think people just give Epic so much credibility with, you know, how they figure this. Like this out when you say algorithm, you're like, oh, this is a masterful like math math equation that no one like he's <laughs> like, there's so many tricks to this thing. But it's literally like <laughs> you know, by popularity contests or, or you know, whatever feels like it. Uh they just promote whatever. It's completely random at best. Well, they, uh, they do share they do share the their algorithm stuff. And what's also cool is um not I mean, not exactly everything that will give away how you kind of can work the algorithm and like cheat yeah. it, but it's right. they, they say what they're looking for. Do they give they, you tools for A B testing? It sounds like cover 
like YouTube, is the most important thing for people I, I, to kind well, of Well, kind of. I, I wish they did do something where you could test, like A-B test, like uh, a thumbnail to see yeah. which one does. That would be amazing. I mean, my friend and I were just talking about that the other day because a lot of the times thumbnails right now are what people click on. Just it's like YouTube, whatever. But, right. but what keeps what keeps something in the top spots isn't just the thumbnail. You're going to have right. to have that people Real are, content, like yeah. so they do give you a lot of really cool stats uh like okay. a stat tracking um thing for creators which you can see like the, your retention people's play time you can see like people coming like all these different stats and you know how many people are playing your game concurrently all that stuff and you can kind of see why and so you can track like when you're having a lot of players it's when you're on the discovery list Right. And so those and when as soon as you're off of any of those discovery lists, you just drop. If you don't have this kind of organic growth of like, oh, I have a whole classroom of people that we play after school together. And, you know, you have that kind of consistent, uh, consistent uh, growth that isn't from yeah. just being visible in the, you know, in the discovery tab. It's or, tough. Or, but right now, to yeah. for I'm trying to figure out, like for my games, I'm like, OK, it does great. Uh, but I need this consistent player base or people to just know about it. So I'm like trying to get people just to know about it. Cause I think if people know about it and watch the trailer, they want to play it. They, they all, everyone who plays it is like, wow, this is amazing. This is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's so it's fun. And, and so I'm like, now it's just a problem of trying to market the thing, I guess. And that's so always- hard. Like what a challenge. I mean, these people now is like <clears throat> have five second attention span. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you have a store and you're you know you have 400 submissions right <laughs> that have but you basically one minute of a gameplay really after you click on it right uh like to, and uh, it, it just there's a there's a huge reliance it sounds like that epic needs to come up to kind of push creators to maintain their numbers because you're exactly right you can be like great one day and then they pop up and they're bothered with a thousand new experiences that basically suck, right? And they're like, "I'm just gonna click on this because the thumbnail looks cool." Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a like. Can you connect it more to the experience during the early days of the App Store, uh, and uh, and other like, you know, kind of gold rush moments? Uh, like when does it finally? Like, is there a there is there like an estimated amount of time that sun the dust settles and then the good ones last, are the last ones standing? Or how, how do you feel like this period of figuring shit out at the Epic or Fortnite thing uh, will last before like it becomes somewhat of a roadmap for creators? To like, all right, if I make good content, I know it will work somewhat, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I've been thinking about this for a while because I I feel like I've been through kind of a couple of these kind of gold rush moments where it's like, okay, apps when every when apps are just being first developed, right? It's kind of yeah. similar thing. But I, I fear kind of this could go like two ways or like a couple ways. But one of the ways it could go is kind of the way of the app store, which is probably great for Apple, but I don't think it's great for indie developers like for because it was a race to the bottom. It was a race to zero yeah. for prices, right? So when I first started, you could right, charge right, right. dollars for an app or $7 for an app. And people would be like, oh, cool. You know, I'd, I'd pay that for this. But now if you try to charge that, no way. Because every large billion dollar company 
is yeah. joining the app store for free, get like a free app. And then they, they have uh, marketing or their ads inside that help pay for the app. And an indie developer can't like really do the, the same way a, a large company can afford all this advertising money to have the app for free. Right. Right. So the, it's hard here because you're like, well, now there's like any, almost anyone with who can play a video game can create one. Right. Yeah. But um, kind of making it visible is, is now a hard thing. So what happens? And then I wonder like eventually if, if these large companies that were once making apps or whatever, come and say, Hey, let's get into the Fortnite space. We have millions of dollars to spend on these projects. Mm -hmm. We can just bury they like they could literally bury anyone if they just use all their marketing money to be like, Hey, everyone play this. Like we're Nike play our Nike town game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but at the same time, I do think because the, you know, playing field is, is, a little, is a lot more level than needing an engineer to build an app for you. If you can just do it as a gamer with a controller, or you can use your computer to UEFN to build something, yeah. anyone can build something that makes it easier for the, your content to be on the same playing field as a billion dollar company. It's just the marketing is different. So if, if they can figure out a way to make it so everyone gets kind of this fair visibility and fair chance, that would be great, but uh, it's kind of, I think, unlikely because the companies do what's best for the bottom line, usually. So for them, if yeah. all these large companies are coming in and saying, hey, we'll offer you a million dollars a month for us to do this stuff and pay for and all they pay for their marketing budget is, is something like that, then I, I just don't know how you break into the top tier visibility. Uh, right. Well, this game. is what I see. Yeah. I, I To kind of ride off of what you're saying, you know, I go to this and, you know, in a lot of ways, they're they're kind of already doing this with Lego Fortnite, right? With Rocket Race. And these, oh. these are their own stuff, right? <laughs> and they're always at the top, right? And always visible. So it, it, to me, it's like, all right, I mean, is this a platform for creators or is this just a, an avenue to funnel? It's like a bait, right? A baiting mm -hmm. mechanic mm -hmm. to kind of play more Fortnite cre uh, experience that we created, right? Uh, because yeah. they have full control from the beginning to end of those experiences. Uh, that's where I'm like in the middle of like, well, it sounds like my, my beginning was like, uh, is it here to stay? Right. That's my biggest worry. It's like, I created experience. Is it, is it going to still last, right? Or is it going to Google on us where it disappears every two months? <laughs> it's safe to say that they're here to stay. They have, you know, with those experience shown tremendous success. I'm looking at Lego Fortnite, still 100,000 concurrent players, right? Mm -hmm. um, Battle Royale is still bigger than ever, sure, yeah. right? Um, I would love to kind of see, you know, user being generated, being at the forefront, you know, and I think that's what Roblox does really well. Like the biggest games from that ecosystem is not made by the Roblox team, right? Mm -hmm. It's like squarely promoting the creators and empowering them. Uh, so it, a lot of it, it feels more like the unity approach of how, you know, they make, uh, they empower like their developers, right? They kind of put the, because they don't make games. I mean, they just take themselves out of the equation. We make the engine and we support people who, who use the engine to make games, right? Mm -hmm. So th this is where Epic will always have like 
a crossroad of you know do we promote our game <laughs> or do we promote someone else that we don't own you know what i mean and that is a you know true like i almost wonder if like they're gonna let people charge for their experience like it, almost in a way that that kind of separates you from the free crap like adding I, value to yeah. to your experience i just don't know if they can uh i think it would hurt them financially to charge have people charge for games. they might make some money off the top of that like eight mm. percent or twenty percent or whatever they want to charge but, but less people right but i mean they've, they've been really a company that's fighting for kind of this you know they, they really try to position themselves as fighting for the you know democratization of gaming and having having it so your people aren't charging 20 percent off of your 80 percent like in right right, and, right you know stuff like that the, you know the, the whole apple thing and google thing and you know uh with with epic but and, and it's and as far as in the marketplace i love the marketplace split the uh, revenue split is the best in the industry for me right now right. that i see um but yeah it's i think i don't know if charging i think they know that just like unreal engine initially became free it's like if you make something free the adoption rate just skyrockets Sky right? yeah mm -hmm. uh, but then now they're having to say okay well if you're making this much money you need to be paying because we need money to stay <laughs> yeah. alive so i i do like that they're making they made fortnite right they made yeah. this game it initially wasn't even this game that yeah. it was it was like some like kind of thing where you go out during the day and collect supplies and then at night you like you have to survive like a, fortnite. a crafting game yeah yeah. yeah, like crafting. So they were nimble enough to say, oh, like, look at this other game that's doing well. Like, let's yeah. make a game style and then realize that, hey, and it kind of showed the world like this other popular style of game and yeah. opened up the doors for stuff. So I do like that they're making experiences to kind of showcase what can be made with their tools. Mm. Uh, it's it's just sometimes I wonder, OK, should that be part of the the pool of money that's going to these creators, right? Should right. they be taking that cut because their their games are obviously going to be played the most, right? And put right. as positions, right? Which is, I think that's fine. I totally, I'm not, I have nothing really against them promoting the games because they're they've made these tools and spent all this money making it so anyone can kind of make a, a game. They just need to kind of figure out what the best way is for. I think really quality stuff to come out and be seen and and then everyone to get paid too like instead of right now there's a lot of stuff in there that's just really questionable that yeah well like we're having this is how i feel yeah this is how i feel right youtube is the prime example for user generation right everyone's trying to copy that model um yeah. but if youtube when you go to it has youtube sponsored made stuff at the very top at mm -hmm. every you know user pro you know then it makes me kind of question like all right what is this platform for <laughs> you know what i mean I so that, that's so that's how i feel when i go for it it's like hey are you promoting your game or i thought this was a platform for creators i want to see creator stuff at the top i would love to support creators but now yeah. i'm just seeing so much stuff it's like what's the craft and what's uh, what's the crap from the the quality? And you know, I just look at Fortnite Legos. You know, it's like I have two hours to kill. <laughs> you know, so like that's yeah. where I'm like, man, you guys need to sort your priorities. You know, you know, <laughs> figure it out. 
uh, because I would love to kind of have that top bar be taken over by, you know, highlighting creators such as yourself and uh, these people that obviously are, are what I thought the platform the platform is for, right? Like, yeah. is it really necessary to even have, you know, the Fortnite experience as part of this page even, right? We know where it is. <laughs> you don't need to yeah. tell people about it. <laughs> I know where to find it in the launch part. I mean, I, I, yeah. I kind of do see it from like a business standpoint where your company and hearing Tim Sweeney speak at, you know, the last, their, their kind of like their, their conference, uh, yeah. conference, their keynote thing. Uh, you know, they're, they were talking about their financially, they were spending more money than they were actually making. making. Yeah. yeah. And they were making a lot of money. So I'm like, how much, but the engine business is not a great business to be yep. in, to yep. make money. Right. Yep. Like I look at renderware, look at like all these other engines from way back, look at like unity, look at all these, it's, it's hard to make money and then get adoption. And how, how do you make money from your users? And it, you don't make money, right. You don't really make money from that. Yeah. And then all the crazy stuff they're doing, like metahumans, mega scans, buying all these, all these. It costs a lot. Yeah. It costs a lot. So, so I'm like, okay, well, they have to really be alive for this whole thing to work because they're the ones hosting all the servers. You're uploading gigs and gigs of, I just think the storage space. Right. It must be insane. Just be insane. I mean, I'm like, I, I, well, the, the limit is, it's really crazy. The limit is only 400 megabytes. Oh wow! Okay, it's like mobile. Yeah. yeah, because it it is it is taking into account like my friend has a switch, and if she wants to right. play my game, she has to download it. Right? So, are these mobile experience? No, right? Because they yeah, don't like. Yeah, okay, I mean, so you can you can play these experience on 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 a phone. Yes, you can. Yeah. I did not know that. When did yeah, that so happen? They, so, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so I didn't even think of when I was first building some maps, I wasn't even thinking about this stuff being on mobile, like Android or, yeah. or, or switch light right now. Like um, yeah. I was, I, you know, was playing my thing, checking it out on switch light and it's, you know, checking the lighting out checking all the differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this stuff is all mobile stuff. So now you're, they're like, okay, eventually they're going to probably make it so you can target a platform and then you have more space. What what did you download on mobile? I thought Fortnite and Apple and they were all in lawsuits, so it's back on the Apple Android Fortnite or what? No, it's not. It's not on Apple yet. I mean, I think eventually they'll probably bring it back once they. Is it through browser? You got to play through browser. No, like uh, I think Android devices you can download just straight up. You can download right. Android, you can. Yeah. Yeah, but so or whatever uses the Android OS can. Yeah. Yeah. So Android phones and then switch and portable stuff can play it too. So. They shouldn't have fought with Apple. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a big, I feel like that's a big chunk of gamers that could, you could be making money on. So like, that, that, people should have just still tip to chill, man. It's like, hey, just wait, <laughs> the money will come. <laughs> we're, we're building this whole Fortnite create. Like how great would it have been if, you know, Apple people can play that. Like I didn't know. I had no idea. See, like well, part of the they used to be able to. They used to, and it was doing. I mean, not yeah. crazy PC numbers that they like, but it was making like a hundred mil something, right? It was like it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah so, uh, anyways, like this is the 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 messaging is what's confusing me, right? I you know I am a developer, mm-hmm. right? And there isn't a place where I go where it says creating 
an unreal Fortnite experience, <laughs> right? Like you gotta like, I gotta be there with my red string, right? And connect, <laughs> find, find like, get a twelve year old to explain to me what this yeah. this scripting means. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Don't you guys have a web page of tutorials? You know, yeah, it's just also, it's, it's, it's weird. weird. It's, yeah. they, they do have that stuff, but I think it's so new and so early, and they're probably going through a lot of turmoil with their right. layoffs and all that stuff. Uh, was happening to, kind of at yeah. the same time, right? So, like, I think it's just I was even looking for okay, how do I do this tutorial on this pizza delivery game I want to make inside my game? Mm. And so I was doing this tutorial on their official website, yeah. And the tutorial is actually the code is wrong. Yeah, of course, that happens a I'm lot. Like, <laughs> it took me three days to figure out, like, oh, this is it must wrong. be me. No, <laughs> I, was like, I must be doing this wrong. And then I was like, oh, then I'm trying to send them, like, how do I send them a note to say, hey, you right. guys have an example here, and then this example is different than the example you say is the final version. Right, right. And so I think it's just really these growing pains, but. Um, it's also like trying to build all this stuff at the same time that what they've done is amazing. The stuff it is amazing. In I like, fault. Yeah. You know, the, the actual, like if you go into UEFN to, you just convert your, you, your unreal stuff over and put in the devices and do all this stuff. There's it's buggy, it's beta, but it's, and I'm able to make in the first time in 20 years, I can make a game myself in less than a month. That. Like, that is you amazing, know, yeah. Which is for all the setbacks, right? Like I, I've, you know, I've been trying to do that on the side for a really long time, but I had to hire an engineer, a right? Program, gameplay programmer to do the, all the, the worst types of people, programming. yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, <laughs> kidding. We have engineers that listen. I'm kidding. You guys are awesome. <laughs> but guess, so yeah. now I can do this myself, but it's it's wrapped inside this Fortnite universe, and eventually I think right. it'll. it'll it needs to yeah it needs to be outside because roblox doesn't have a mascot in every game experience right it's very much uh like the uh creator's voice right of how he envisions it right now yeah there's a like you said a rapper of Fortnite, which i think beginning is fine right but you know where i'm looking through the page and it's like a thousand experience with Fortnite. It's like, how much Fortnite do I really want? <laughs> yeah, well, you know? that, well, that's the, the whole thing about creative is they're trying to let users and creators like yeah. build these new experiences. And and but the thing is, a lot of people are just trying to build what has worked in the past. But that's like every company, right? Like right. Every person who's like, oh, this is successful. Not every person, but a lot of people see what's successful and they just follow imitate first. That. Yeah, they imitate mm -hmm. that. And so, like for me, I'm trying to do stuff that. It is more, it's not trying to imitate what's there, but it's like stuff I, I been wanting to do. Just really yeah. want to make and yeah. like really am interested in. Like I, I, I fell in love. Well, in like, of course, you're going to imitate stuff you you like, but I, I'm less worried about imitating what's successful, but more kind of like stuff that really speaks to me. Like right. I like Apple Crossing. I like you know GTA. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, can I make an? And I've always loved like these open world sandbox games. Those are my favorite type of games. So I'm like, can I make that with these tools? And I, I it seems I can. I, I was able to compress 14.3 gigs into four, 400 or 350 God megabytes. Damn. God damn. And uh, <laughs> some of the textures might be a little blurry, but uh, for the most part, it it all fits and yeah. and then some, right? All the gameplay has to fit too. And I was like, wow, I could I could actually do this. And it's probably just gonna get better from here on out, I hope. Yeah. 
It's definitely a, a, an impressive foundation laid out for uh, like a, a very delightful future. I mean, Roblox started from obscurity, right? They didn't have like a powerful engine yeah. being, you know, uh, at the forefront of major game studios and games, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get their strategy using Fortnite. It's a good brand, right? And yeah. it's working. Uh, but yeah, they need to figure out this curate. I mean, it's always curation, right? I mean, Steam had the same issue uh, when it was allowing indie developers to upload their stuff. They went yeah. with Greenlight, right? And then they abandoned that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had Ray on or last last week, right? And we were just talking about how Steam is allowing AI again. Uh, well, for the first time, right? AI generated content in games. They're just like, hey, we can't curate this. <laughs> Everybody just self-report, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. honor, you know, scouts honor. Yeah, we'll believe you. Um, yeah, yeah, curation is definitely one of those hardest, one of those undervalued, hardest thing to do to kind of make things right. But yeah, yeah. God damn, they need it, man. <laughs> they, do, they do need it. But they, you don't, it's like, it's hard because it's hard challenge. You don't want to alienate people from just being able to create freely. Um, Do they have a rating system? On uh, they, no, they don't because I think That's a huge I, from, from someone who's on the marketplace, I've uh, the Unreal Marketplace or other marketplaces, people use that as a weapon. They weapon. Oh, uh, right. Like the Steam they, games. Yeah. They're like, oh, let's just review bomb this thing and give it zero stars or one star or whatever. And then, you know, or if there's a way to, I think even if there's a way to report somebody or report uh, a game, right. they, people are just like, oh, I don't like that this game's in the top. 10 i'm gonna just you know get all my friends to flag it for whatever violation that is not true and once you open those doors it gets really tough to police that stuff because you're like okay someone did a fake takedown or something and now what happens right like you can't really so do you really want to give people the option of being like oh let me flag these games you kind of, you do, but you also kind of don't because you have to figure out a way for it to be true. And uh, it's, it's a tough space. Uh, they, they, I think they'll figure it out. They're a smart company and like everyone's growing in this space. So we'll see what works, what doesn't. And as long as they're nimble and can adjust. And I think Epic for me, I've seen Epic as one of those companies that has really been at the forefront of being nimble to be able to like turn the boat quickly and be like, Hey, we're going to do this Fortnite thing now, or we're going to do, uh, try three different games. We're going to do unreal tournament. We're going to do this other MOBA and oh, those two didn't work or let's, let's stick with Fortnite or whatever. And, and let's do our engine stuff. Let's do metahumans and let's, and then they support all these industries as well. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have a rich history of, you know, it's it's hard enough, like you said, being an engine business, yeah. but like to be on the throne of like innovative games, right? Being on the mm-hmm. top uh, IP for so long with Unreal Tournament, like you said, Gears of War franchise, and now Fortnite. Like how what, how many game companies besides maybe Steam can can yeah. really say that? Oh, oh not Steam Valve. Valve yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Valve has no Steam. known as Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Steam really, is really yeah. valuable for. Valve. Yeah, there's only a handful, right? We're talking about maybe Blizzard, right? Right. Well, even yeah. Blizzard's kind of flaming out right now, right? It's very hard to be number one. Are they Microsoft s- now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, right. It sounds like it. Uh, but like they, 
it's it's very hard to maintain that. And I think it is it is always their uh, struggle, right? As are we an engine business or are we a game company? It is two different businesses, right? Yeah. I mean, they want to say, yeah, we're Fortnite <laughs> because that makes the most money, of course, right? Well, but like, well I think that's yeah. how you do this, right? That's yeah. how you do all of this. Is like you you let the users generate your content, right? I mean, like financially, it's actually great if you can let your users build the stuff. Then you don't have to keep building it and hiring developers that cost a lot of money. Right. And people build it for free. And you know, bring bring their. I wonder if the Epic employees are figuring this out. <laughs> I mean, some I've I've seen multiple multiple yeah. Epic employees that were on doing Fortnite this, right? Yeah. Who quit their jobs and are now making Fortnite games and or doing Fortnite on the side as their new job, right? That, like, that's actually reassuring. Like they yeah. they see the system behind the scene and they're like, "Hey, I don't want the part of this." But because it's really hard to, well, I was thinking of this as a game developer who has worked for a really long time in the industry. I mean, I feel like it was a long, a long time, but uh, I'm like, okay, what's the most any company is going to pay me or what's the most I right. pay salary wise at any company. And it's then I'm it. looking at somebody who, you know, somebody who had never been trained professionally or, or, you know, for making video games or never went to art school or yeah. learned how to use whatever 3d max, Maya, all these game development tools, DCC stuff. So yeah. making like a million a month or even like whatever. And I'm like, you, you know you what? Tell me. I'm like, who, who's going to pay me that? Who, who, what company is going to nobody? Pay yeah, it's it? exactly. No. And so why, why yeah. not? It is uh it's definitely a, a a live dialogue. I think we all I mean I, I talk to these guys every week, right? So I don't know why I'm torturing myself. Uh but like it's exactly what you said, right? And they're they seem to get younger. That's the crazy thing. And it's yeah. always obviously it's avenues that I never looked at, right? Because I don't you know, you gotta look for you to get to that, you basically can't go the traditional route that we went, right? And oh yeah. It wasn't available. It wasn't available, and you know, I I I talked to the BattleBit remastered guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was like twenty one. I was like, yeah, I just wanted to, and it's just three guys, right? And I was like, hey, we were just trying to, you know, we like making games. We we were trying to get in the industry, and we were just trying to do this. It's like, all right, <laughs> just making millions uh, in the meantime. But the the it, it's it's great because I see, you know to be in the industry for as long as we did, you get worn down by all the stuff besides making games. And it's yeah. so refreshing to see kids basically uh, untouched. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a, that's true. Yeah. They, and, they put through the grinder. <laughs> yeah. And it just reminds me, Oh, when I was in the college, I had these aspirations. I can see it. Right. It's, it's yeah. alive and well. Uh, and so, like you said, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things that, uh, it's possible to have the best of both worlds, like you said, right? As you're employed, you have these, it is a skill set, right? And even if when these kids are doing well, there is a missing component of experience that has incredible value, right? To kind of, oh. like you just go on Fortnite, you see it. Um, like there's a lot of people who are inexperienced are making these experiences. And, okay. uh, and when you have your background, it, it just clearly stands apart you know now it's just about visibility and all this stuff and yeah. uh which is a skill set to its own but this goddamn algorithm isn't very <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily they changed the algorithm. They try to they try to improve the algorithm as it goes. But yeah, no, I do think the funny story is, and you'll laugh as a game developer, yeah. who like just like maybe last month or two months ago, Epic was like, okay, guys, we're gonna have to like put a stop to this. You guys are gonna have to use textures that are powers of two, right? Uh-huh. People were putting textures in that were like three by you know fifteen ninety. <laughs> seven or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and it was like block like messing up the you know packing yeah. and so and people are like what why are you doing this to us why are what, you this they arbitrary like, rule <laughs> <laughs> they're they like why why should we make uh, 1024 by 1024 textures or like 512 by 512 or number stupid <laughs> yeah. like, and i was just like wow i didn't even realize yeah. I, it was like i'm that's such an ingrained part of what yeah. we do as game developers for efficiency and all that stuff, right? It's yeah. just we would never think of putting a ra- a weird, odd size, weird texture resolution yeah. in there because you would get like just reprimanded for that. If you yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yelled at. Yeah, goddamn professional. Right. <laughs> yeah. so it's funny. It's yeah. Stuff like that, and they were people were really adamant fighting against this, right? Being like, Epic's going to put a, they're going to not publish our stuff if it has these. Uh, textures in it, and they were like really concerned. I was like, "Wow, this is this is eye opening for someone who just the stuff they're worrying about is like is so new, right?" Yeah. Well, I mean, we're we're I mean, we're basically the old guys, right? Like yeah, the yeah. the advantages of the youth is they question everything and yeah. they rebel everything. But the you know the cons of that is they they rebel everything. It's like, yo, <laughs> stop <laughs> this yeah. this stuff is cool, you know. Don't worry about that. But yeah. it's just like the question everything and maybe, you know, maybe it's time. Like, that's what I've been saying is like this last year and a half, even though I felt like last 10 years before all these layoffs, we, we were hitting a pretty good rhythm, right? Like it felt like it was dying down that that we had the worst behind us in terms of yeah. studio shutdowns. And then it just came back <laughs> like yeah, tenfold. I was like, whoa, yeah, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I mean, I've and never I've never seen it like this bad. This is really bad. Yeah. And um and that's why I kind of am. Well, I think everybody low key welcomes, you know, that youthful questioning of authority that yes. the younger generation has uh, about everything. It gets annoying. You know, the entitlement can come <laughs> with it, right? Um, but, you know, our generation haven't figured this out. I mean, this is super lame, dude. Like to have a great year and then basically every company can just lay off hundreds, right? At, at yeah. will. Um, 
Like there's something going on. There's something really wrong about that. Um, well, I, I think what what's also I I think I kind of share with that kind of generation of people who are just always questioning stuff is probably just where I, how I grew up or where I grew up. But right. also my first industry job at or also my first is my second industry job at EA. Uh, it was really strange because I was like in the mindset of like, oh, I'm gonna do my best and. I'm going to just do my best and I should be fine. Right. Right. I'll do the best art I can do. I'll be the best employee ever. People are telling me, Oh, you're a rock star. Your stuff is solid. We're going to like promote your stuff, put it on the box. It's so great. Like, and then after my first six months working at electronic arts, my first time they, they laid me off. Yeah. Right? And I was so, I didn't even know what a layoff was at that yeah. time. I was just not, I had been working five years for yeah. uh, uh, America's game or American army game. Yeah. And I had no concept of layoff. I was like, Oh, if you, if you're a great worker, yeah. then you do your job and you're great at your job, then you'll be fine. But yeah, that's my part was, of the contract. Yeah. Yeah. The crazy thing is that I got laid off and in 10 minutes they hired me back after I had gone through the layoff process. Uh, and and I had and then when I went downstairs to leave, they were like, "Oh no, we're going to put you on a different team, and we're going to hire you." Uh, and I was just like, "What is going on?" My and my brain was just on this roller coaster of like, I yeah, thought yeah. that we had this deal. Like, I do an amazing job as an employee, right. and I, I bring my best game, and and I continue to work here, and we thrive together. But I was just laid off as this part of this number because I was part of this first group that came in right, at right. the time was doing this yearly layoff cycle thing. I see. I see. And then when they let, they hired me back in the same day, I chose to be like, I'm going to take the three month severance and I'll come back and oh, work on uh, something else. And so in that three months, I just started doing my own stuff while. And so I was like, I'm never going to want to depend on just somebody's. Yeah. Uh, one company's paycheck to be like, oh, that's my security. Because at any time, this company, no matter how great you are doing, right, could lay you off because of their numbers, right? Or they right. need they're a publicly traded company and they need to show their investors that they have some money. And so they, the easiest knob to turn is just get all those employee salaries back. Right, right, right. It's really it's, unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. My, I only have one layoff story, but I think it was the five-year mark. Something about five years, man. I keep hearing that number <laughs> in a game industry career that it, it's yeah. significant, right? But yeah. same thing, you know, it was it, it was a kick in the butt of reality of like, I need to think about dual income, right? Yeah, uh, sure. yeah. And it was it was the worst time and the best time looking back because it happened when I was young enough to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, it, it set me on a path that uh, most developers don't, didn't have and still don't, right? So like, I, it, it scares me when older developers are going through this because I yeah. feel like, damn, you know, um, it's very hard, you know, when you are settled down with the family, with bill payments coming through, you don't have a lot of flexibility to kind of think about what ifs you need guarantees and you settle, right? So you settle yeah, a lot. Yeah. And a lot of the times these settlements are just like long enough to get laid off again. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sadly. I, like I was telling Ray this, I knew someone that got laid off three times last year, three times. That's, that's rough. I don't, that's really rough. Man. I've but, never heard of that three in one year. I mean that, you know, one is two might kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like what is three, you know, what does he, um, what do you mean three? Uh, <laughs> So 
I, 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 uh, that's why like, you know, this is, uh, it, it presents an opportunity. Right. Uh, and I think Fortnite, even though I make fun of it a lot, right. It is an Avenue that I think it's here to stay. I mean, they're figuring shit out. If you can write out, like I, you know, was mentioning before, like this first wave of crap, right. You're going to be like thrown in with all this crappy product. Uh, the 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 willing will survive like there's no way that people i mean the app store was the same exact way where uh it finally watered down to a point where the quality stuff stood uh on its own merit and uh i i just uh i i do see like very hopeful things for it i mean the the tweet by tim sweeney you know kind of solidified a bit about oh, okay, they are serious because that is the number one worry that most people have is like, all right, I can invest in this, but is it going to disappear <laughs> as yeah. soon as it I, I doesn't it work out? Yeah. yeah, I don't think it will disappear, or I, I believe it'll evolve into something where, and I hope this is true, that you can now use all these tools and just make your own game from scratch. It is unreal. It is huge. Yeah. Like I've always looked at the Sony games from uh, media molecule as like a blueprint. Yeah. They create dreams. They create little big planet. And I never understood why people never make game engines like that. I was like, Whoa, dude, this is so intuitive. Uh, And I'm hoping, you know, the guys at Epic are looking at that blueprint Right. And like, this is the future of how we should make games. Just make oh, people I, I, yeah, I'm more sure approachable. I hope so. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what Fortnite creative at UEFN, that's what it it's is. Starting that's, to. Yeah. That's what it kind of is, is that in Roblox and all that stuff, it's like dreams had this amazing thing. And I, I, I was so hyped about that game and I was, yeah. I, you know, I was so ready to, you know, make my own games with it and yeah. put them into their, into their, you know, universe and, uh, the tools were they they made kind of creating with a controller really they, intuitive, right? Right. And uh, you could just create anything. You could create right. any kind of art almost with that. Uh, but it, it still, I don't think had the for me didn't have the same kind of tool set that now you get with like Unreal for for Fortnite and right. where you can say, okay, I want a dialogue uh, prompts to pop up, and this is what I wanted to say, and it mm-hmm. you can. Like eventually, they need, that needs to be like which will happen. Well, it goes into oh, this is a camera shot here with facial animation, and they're kind of performing like a instead of it being text only. Now they have like their whole. You can you can do that now. It's just a little hard to set up, but all that stuff, just being able to make a game from point A from point A to point B, finish to start to finish, like with these tools, I, I think is the goal, and I, I and I think we'll get there. It's just. You know, once you make it so anyone can make a game, like you know, a three-year-old can <laughs> make mm-hmm. a game, five-year-olds, whatever. You know, like it becomes okay. Now, how do you sort through all this content to find the best content? And that's that's a whole nother kind of challenge. Yeah, it's definitely um, be interesting to see how they sort that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but maybe there'll be maybe there'll be services that come up where people start websites of we're going to be the 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 go to spot for curated Fortnite like creative like uh, you know games. So if you want to find the best of the best, come here to 
you know, fortnitebest.com or whatever. I, I don't know. People could start their own businesses just on curating this stuff because there's so much content. Um, and, but I don't know. I don't know how that, that goes. I know like I go to this one website just to check, like they have, the, like, so when I made apps, there was a website called appfigures.com, which I would go to, to check my ranking, check yeah. how many, how many people are looking at my stuff or whatever. And now there's a there's people who are doing that for Fortnite. And I check that thing to see, oh, how many people are playing my game? How many people, like, what's the ranking? What, what is it listed on? And so that's even opening up businesses for people to make stuff just based on all the data that's coming in with these games. So mm -hmm. there's, there's opportunity out there. And I, I do think people being laid off left and right in the game industry are probably looking at this like, okay, is this a good opportunity for me? And I think... What's great is that it's a low barrier to entry. It's free pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you can make an experience with just your console or your PC or whatever in, in no time at all if you just want to test it out, you know, and and see how it does. People are some people are producing a map a week or three maps a week, or you know, like it, it's it, it's really the iteration time is really fast. So it's worth trying, right, to see, you know, is this viable? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think I think uh, we're going to see very interesting expression, right? Uh, we're, I mean, apart from Fortnite, you know, the AI tools and all these empowering things that are allowing people to just visualize and put something uh out there it, it, it's happening in all uh directions right so um be interesting man because you know i i like you i, I probably looked at roblox as like yeah i get it you know and in, in terms of the economy is probably more fleshed out right in terms of everything else but i can't get past those graphics this <laughs> is like oh, wow yeah. does, does it feel right you know uh yeah. i feel dirty yeah. Interesting because I did see somebody created a really cool. Have you seen the Roblox game? It's like a FPS that looks like Call of Duty kind of. Right, right. They, I mean, they've been updating the graphics and making it more approachable. Yeah, yeah. But it's but that was the thing that kind of turned me off from Roblox at first. I was like, I don't know if these tools are really strong enough. Yeah, strong enough for what I want to do. And then I have to learn kind of their system of doing things and their their material system and all this stuff. I don't know, but. Because I had been using Unreal for my whole yeah. career, like before even, like I, I had like a copy of Unreal that I was messing around with before I even got hired my first job. Yeah. Like, and that, and those are tools I'm just so comfortable with. So it just made total sense to be like, yo, let me just, I can convert anything I've made into. That's huge. Yeah. A game. So, I mean, hopefully other people will get, and now you don't even need Unreal. You can just use your console if you want to make if you want to make Fortnite games. So we'll see. I mean, and once that turns into, oh, these Fortnite games are no longer just Fortnite games. They're, they're just a game, any game you can think of. I think that's powerful and it's good for both sides, like the company and also the creators. Um, but money drives everything right now, I think. So it's, it's, it's tough for me. I'm kind of torn because I understand that, uh, uh, you know, people are trying to game the system because they, they want the money, right? That yeah. you need the money to support you to do this stuff. So it's like everyone has, Oh, I'm going to make a zone wars map or I'm going to make uh, you know, 
the pit or some there's these like things that people see are successful and they just copy uh so that's going to always be the case for kind of any any public facing kind of content creation system where people are like oh that thing's being promoted i'm just going to make that <laughs> like 10 versions of that but what i'm hoping to see is more epic reaching out to creators such as yourself and like hey we want to sponsor content I would like that. I mean, I, I did submit Put some this legitimacy. To, yeah, you can submit it to their um, epics picks. And I'm if like for me, I'm like, OK, if something like this game I made, uh, this big city tycoon game doesn't get featured, then I'm like, wow, like I don't really not that I'm like, oh, it deserves to get featured. It should. But I feel like this is what else can i do like anything this, that's on the platform this is better than most of this crap <laughs> and, <laughs> and i mean it's advantageous for them to put something of quality right uh because me as first impression i keep i see crap i turn it off right i need yeah, to yeah. see quality products made by creators uh otherwise i'll have that feeling where the marketplace was or the app store was was this cheap shit you know i feel like i'm in a thrift store Right. Uh, I don't know what criteria they use to promote stuff, but I, I, I'm always going to assume that since they're a business, they want the things that are going to make money, but yeah. or are making money. But they also, I think, really, Epic has done a good job of promoting creators that are, you know, probably not represented a lot. Right. So, like, right. I, I, I did see some, like, they do have their creators uh, from that. Somebody was making like a, a game about foraging and their first time making a video game and and it was really interesting like looking at that or some solo creator who's been working on his game for you know years and they they're helping promote that let's, and make that let's, visible. let's chat gpt a story for you then uh. <laughs> but yeah i'll be like yeah i you know i i grew up in africa another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. <laughs> you're in <laughs> oh my god i mean I for mean, real true. Dude. yeah it's true. true yeah oh, i gotta always tell these stories like can't my game be good enough and it's like no we need that story like yeah. i get it uh yeah. i guess i guess what's is there like a main website for fortnite creation that you frequent where you're like hey you want to like because it's it's very hard right now like i go there i see the games but I feel like there doesn't seem to be like a very, uh, uh, at least uh, obvious uh, 
uh, resource for for finding more information about new Fortnite creations and uh, tips for Fortnite creators. Like, is where's the place where you guys hang out? Is there a hangout? Do you guys have there, community there somewhere? Is, there is a hangout, but it's 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 so new that there's I've, I'm discovering new ones every day. But the the place that I find the most information right now is a place I used to really not visit a lot was uh, Twitter or X or whatever you want to call uh, it. X. That's where I found a lot of really awesome developers kind of like there, there, but there's also a lot of, I mean, I'm some of the community is very, I mean, I had people call me in, in the Fortnite community because they saw, they saw what I posted and they were just like, Whoa. And people, you know, contacted me and they're like, Hey, let's talk. Like I want to like, you know, compare notes and we would talk and then warn me about how toxic some of the Fortnite community can be. But I do think that's due to just like age and and do you get toxicity like in terms of playing their game or just other creators coming at you saying like shit. <laughs> well, I I personally haven't really received any. I've just seen a lot of it on on Twitter. Maybe that's just the platform itself has become a lot more toxic. But um, people just really being like, I don't know. I was just like, wow, like sl- like just really. You feel like I don't really want to. It's not an inclusive kind of environment yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there is that. There are groups of people who are amazing and they want to promote other people's stuff and help other people out. But there's other people who are just like, I'm just going to shit on this person, or mm. like my stuff is 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 needs to be seen, and everyone else's sucks. Or like, there, everyone's trying to figure out kind of how to be seen, and it's almost to the point where it's becoming. I need to step on this person's back to be seen. I'm going to uh. do, and so. But it's, I don't think it's, I don't think that will survive. I think, you know, just the internet kind of sometimes fosters that kind of environment when it's it's fake usernames and like hidden behind this screen and a distance, right? So you just get that stuff. But because it's such a competitive landscape, right? People are like, well, why isn't Do whatever they can. Yeah. Like, so do whatever you can. And so I've been trying to, you know, the, the, the advice I got early on was just kind of like, just put your head down, make your stuff and kind of don't really get involved with the creators right. because Until a lot you get of them off. are like, <laughs> really, yeah, throw you off. Some of them are like, but at the same time, I've met really amazing people who do tutorials online. Right. They have a lot of YouTube. I follow a lot of YouTube channels where they're doing verse coding and uh, showing you how to do stuff. And all of my game was really made from watching those people's YouTube videos. Like, yeah. and, but the most, the place I go most for that content is, is really Twitter and look up the That's hashtags and look up, yeah. um, you know, different users who are doing stuff. And once you start following one, or once you post something and a bunch of people like it, you start getting followed by a bunch of other people who are doing stuff cool. And, and, and it kind of snowballs from there. And then oh. I recently, I recently joined a Facebook Group just last night actually joined a Facebook. Facebook. Uh, yeah, I had one hundred twenty nine thousand. Uh, yeah, Fortnite. Uh, That's interesting. And I was like, okay, uh, let me give this a try and see what these people are about. And they're just all about Fortnite, playing Fortnite, which is That's okay. It's like, I, I get so confused with these social networks. It's like I thought Facebook <laughs> is dead. Now it's not. Like, are we, have we decided if it's dead or not? It's like no, yeah. there's one hundred twenty nine thousand people there. It's like, how old are these guys? It's like, well, they're our age. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, they're probably, I mean, they probably are our age. Yeah. Everyone else who's not is on TikTok, probably. Exactly, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. 
What, well, how funny if like Epic on their Trello board uh, as part of their rollout plan for Fortnite creation is like the third is like, well, create, let everyone in. Second is like, let them cannibalize themselves <laughs> into a toxicity <laughs> and then the, the strongest will survive and, yeah. you know, yeah. float to the top <laughs> and then we'll start curation. Right. I was like, all right, cool plan, yeah. guys. <laughs> but it, it's also, it's also a thing where legally, I mean, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, so I would say like, yeah. you know, I don't want to give legal advice and I'm not giving legal advice, but I think a lot of it is that legally if somebody does like a copyright thing uh, so they they do infringe on a copyright right like epic is really required to take action when it's brought to their attention right but if it's not brought to their attention and they don't know about it then it's not like you can they sit idle yeah. are and be held accountable until uh, until they know about it so yeah. the, i think that's part of the problem because people can game that system to be like I can so sometimes people were doing this in the past where they put out oh Halo for Fortnite and put Master Chief on the thumbnail for the first release and then when it boosts to the top they change the right. thumbnail. So they're like oh I didn't do anything wrong like look I changed the thumbnail right and so like people if you give people a chance they'll try to game any system yeah uh, so it's just one of those things you have to build a system that is taking all that into account right. Yeah. In the end, it still needs to be a good experience, you know, it does. for people it to does. say, all right, let's put Batman in your game. It sounds like yeah, just have him just hang on one of the skyscraper. You'd be fine. Put Mario, put Mario. In put Mar- oh, Mario would be tight, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, here's the thing, right? I see these friend codes, which was like, popularized by nintendo right uh oh yeah like so the island codes <laughs> these are, are they changing that because that is so hard to remember i, know. <laughs> and, I, yeah. I think they need to change it I, I think they need to find a better way i think this way is great but for for something that works now and it it works on you know kind of like I, I always view it this way like engineers kind of have a way of yeah. doing things and a way that works logically yeah but then there's like design and UX and all that stuff that it's supposed to go hand in hand with that. But I feel like this is more of an engineering approach. Oh, 100%. Solution, right? Yeah, but, you love my shit? All right, find it at zero five six nine. What? I mean, like, there's like nine, two, three, five, five, four, three, eight, forget about it. Like, that's that's how you find me. And like, yeah, yeah. It's like, there needs to be. But I mean, the the problem is, I think it's it's really hard to find a unique identifier that's yeah. gonna promote the. Just the give me QR stuff. code. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like QR codes, also you need to have like a phone that takes a photo of the thing and then click the right. link. And if you don't have a phone, yeah. that, so it's like really, how do you do this right? And I don't know if this is the this might be the best current solution for for them, but yeah. I think it probably needs to somehow be a a better way because now you're having to put this long number in every trailer and put it at the top and put it in the text and like if people are like what is that a, a phone number is that like what is yeah, that yeah. Like, just a string of numbers is never something that you look at and you're just wanting to it's not very trusting yeah <laughs> it's great for a unique identifier number but it's not great for a visual like thing to remember right or like you can't yeah i mean even phone people don't even remember phone numbers anymore like how am i going to remember your fortnite number yeah uh, speaking of which where <laughs> do you have a website 
or somewhere that people can go to find these experiences. Uh, this is like, let me kind of end it with this, you know, um, we hit the hour mark, right? This is the time where I shut up. I want these good people to find a quality Fortnite experience. Uh, I mean, Ray's been on basically every month. He's been hinting at like, hey, we have a friend that makes quality Fortnite every time I make kind of Fortnite creation. All right, you're that friend. So how do people actually check you out and, and find your stuff? Well, so, yeah. So thanks for you know giving me the opportunity to, to you know, promote my stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so my Fortnite stuff specifically is at fortnite.com slash at symbol and then art by tav okay. um, is, is my Fortnite. So that's all my Fortnite games on one page that you can click on and go to. That's easy uh, enough. Yeah. My, my Instagram is at, is art by tav is my my username and my twitter is also art by tav <laughs> as well i kind of may try to consolidate everything and my website is just tavshande.com all one word um so that's that's how to find me perfect fantastic man well as always it's a pleasure to talk to you i hope you survive san francisco whatever you guys are doing over there <laughs> i'll see you at gdc uh yeah. and I, i'm a i'm your number one fan man i'm always following your stuff uh you're thanks, kind of paving thanks. the path for the rest of us it's like yeah let's see, you know, let's see how tap does all right it seems great <laughs> let's all right let's finally take this seriously <laughs> uh but like this is huge man i think a lot of developers right now if they're lost because of all what's happening i think this is a great avenue to kind of test the waters and and, and do something and just start doing something is like yeah. the biggest advice i can give them yeah yeah i mean i think the biggest hurdle too is, is just make sure not the biggest hurdle but one of the hurdles is just making sure their employers are are okay with them doing stuff because i've been in situations where oh even in your free time people will try to control your free time that's insane yeah i, th I thought that was over with that's <laughs> it's like that it's still too. a thing it's still a thing yeah i uh, thought that was too it's still a thing oh my god so lame just don't tell them <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, as always, thank you and see you guys all next week.